We just uh, bum rushed uh, somebody. Yeah, we did. Get over here. Oh, haven't even set up yet. So we're good. Yeah, we yeah, just, we're, we're we just uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, ordered like microphones and everything. We didn't we didn't know how big this was gonna be. Like if it was gonna anybody was gonna listen. So we're up to almost a hundred subscribers in like two months, nice. and we're up to like. Hey, we've been doing this for three years. We get about a thousand downloads a week, yeah. and we don't. We're not sure if anybody listens any either. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah, but, it's but a, see, all of our like one of a kind. Like all of our I'm downloads are, are bots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russian bots. Yeah. <laughs> So we got Andrew Dye with us, man. What's up? Yeah, man. Get, you got to get right up on that mic when you talk. Get up okay. in there. Don't, okay. be, don't be scared. All yeah. right. It's not a hatchet. <laughs> or I'm just trying I mean, to go with the theme. At here. this place, though, you never know when you're hanging out with Adam yeah. and Jeff who what might happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, damn, my, my microphone is going limp here. Uh, yeah. Chris, what's up, man? Uh, Dude, hang out. This is, here we are again. Another yes. on-the-road podcast. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, and cavort with us. This is Share Your Buzz, episode 176. Hey, Tony is here. Chris is here. What's up? We got all the guys from, uh, well, you guys remember that, that art show we did for Halloween? Mm-hmm. Um, all of our old listeners remember Horror that. Halloween? It was the Halloween show, Horror yeah? Show. And I will tell you that... Um, I am way more creeped out now than I was in Halloween <laughs> because vampires yeah, and mummies and like you know like spirits and they're shit. cute almost that, compared yeah, to but what we're real, real life about. monsters people, scare you. Real life yeah. monsters <laughs> scare the fuck out of me. For those who got let, they let, used to me they used to scare me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's have a little background here. I mean, we are at a true crime art show it's with Walking our with our dark. friends um, Adam Crutchfield, Jeff yeah. Bertrand. We you, we did the um, the horror Halloween show mm-hmm. with them. Uh, we'll get them on in a second. They're running yeah. around setting there with the last touches up. Uh, but man, Chris, yeah. uh, this is another one of uh, another one of those things where y- you set it up, and uh, at first I'm like, "This is gonna scare the shit out of me." <laughs> but then when I get here, I usually find something cool about it. Yeah. And uh, I already see a piece right now. On, yeah. So yeah. Like I mean, last time we were here, we were talking to, like we were looking at the horror stuff, and we were like, I think me and you both walked out of here with two pieces a piece. Yeah. Last time we were here, you stole a piece from a little kid. I that, did. Um, that he wanted, and you were he like, "No, did. I'm gonna buy that." No, he actually, I put the I, I bought it first, but he was looking at it, and I didn't realize the kid was like seriously looking at it, you know. And uh, so I went ahead and purchased the piece, and then the kid walks up to go purchase the piece, and I I swept. Yeah, it I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you made him cry. I think you ruined his Halloween. <laughs> I, he looked sad. It was one of those situations where it's like if it had been like a baseball that I caught at a game, I would have given it to him. <laughs> but no, this is a badass Tim Hooper. But no, you paid painting. money for this. You're like, I no, did. this is my kid. Yeah, this you know what? This, that little kid didn't have a job. He didn't pay for his. Yeah, his parents were just spoiling with art, you know, <laughs> fucker, you know. You can appreciate it more than he would. Yeah, exactly. Painful. Chris, why don't you inter uh, inter introduce us? Introduce our guest, Andrew Dodd, over here with. Uh, well, I'll just let you let you. Uh, so, it. my co-host and I uh, run a podcast which is about talking to infamous murderers we've interviewed okay. um philip jablonski a serial killer in california jose martinez a cartel serial killer slash hitman um michelle anderson a family annihilator uh, robin gecht of the chicago rippers um who else uh, hope warvey here from from uh, tennessee 
Uh, she was involved in a mass murder at a homeless camp in I Knoxville. Call my, I call my condoms the family annihilators. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds about right. That's it, man. And then I also run True Crime Auction House, which is murderabilia and oddities, such as like Jeffrey Dahmer's signatures, uh, I like how fingernails, a from, fingernails from Rod Farrell, foot scrapings from the executed railway killer. Uh, foot scrapings? Th- foot scrapings. There's... There's like cheese I mean, grater dick tracings. I have a few from a few different serial killers, and hmm. I mean, there's uh, well, the the the, the no, plethora of things I have for tracings? I mean dick tracings, not dick Tracy, dick tracings. Like come like yes, yeah, wow. yeah. There's I sold one. I sold one for like two hundred dollars. A guy has AIDS. He's a serial killer in uh, New York, and I sold a semen stain dick tracing for two hundred dollars. So Chris, wow. would you buy? If I if, if me and you traced our dicks like pointing at each other like touching tips, I yeah. think we can sell that shit. Well, um, if I you killed like five people and mutilated their bodies or whatever, then you could. Yeah. No, you haven't seen me and Chris's dick. We can sell that shit. No <laughs> right. murder really. Right. Well, right. these these ones are tiny, so uh, <laughs> if they weren't serial killers, I don't think anyone would buy with them. They were <laughs> they're, they're flaccid. They're the oh flaccid no, we persons. we have me and Chris. Uh, I, I think that would be the hardest part was staying hard to do the tracing. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah well, well, some that. of these guys go off the papers, so they're either exaggerating or they're a uh, human freaking nature. That's when you get those. those uh, we know who those are. Those are the uh, those. Um, they had two callings. They chose uh, murder over those porn. Are the <laughs> those are the African murderers. That you know. Oh. Big <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's funny though is, um, I coming into this show again once like once again my naivety I was like you only hear about like the big debaucherous guys but when you think about what true crime is like any any like mobster is a is a criminal any uh, any like all these rock and roll stars that like do a bunch of drugs and like rape and murder and all like those are those are all you know those are all true crime well and it's like, all part of history too like funny enough mobsters I I did Tony on Tony Montana's last interview before he passed away uh, almost two Wednesdays ago um, and there's Tony Montana like Tony Mo- not, not Scarface Scarface wasn't real but to- okay but the movie Scarface was based off based of things that the Chicago outfit did which uh, Tony helped you know put together and see, I I mean, never he, was, he was 86 he died in the hospital hmm. uh, so yeah I mean uh, I forget where I was going with that. I don't know, but like, so how long has your how long have you been, you know, trading in, in memorabilia? Uh, as since you call it? 2010, I was uh, 18. Really? Yeah, I was 18. Yeah, I'm 28 now. Um, and this podcast thing, like, I've been wanting to do it for 10 years, and now I've gained relationships over the course of. 10 plus years with with infamous inmates like we're going to be interviewing Robert Bardo and uh, Richard Allen Davis. Well, I, think and we, I think we should get into some of these names and who they murdered and sh- shit. But I was curious, like, how did you get into this? Like, what? I was always interested in true crime, and uh-huh. like, it terrified me that people were out there. Being from Washington State, Ted Bundy, um, you know, Gary Ridgway, Jack Spillman, Robert Yates. We have so many serial killers that nobody even knows about. I mean. Jack Spillman removed the genitalia from his two small female victims and stuffed it down their throats. Wow. Like, and nobody knows about him, and he's convicted of three murders. Wow. And I visited him two days in a row. I feel like if you're going to remove genitalia from a female victim, not as bad as from a male victim, because a clit is a lot easier than two balls to But these were 11-year-old girls, too. Like, that's what makes it horrible. Oh, shit. Why not bring... 
I'm trying to make a joke. Fuck it. <laughs> well, See, no, no, th- this it's is dark humor. This I is mean, exactly why this, like, no, he, th- th- this is exactly why I can't get into true crime because it freaks me the fuck out. Like, so it like, freaks me out too. Like uh, when I left there, I had like a panic attack because I mean I I can't really process it when he's telling me this, but. I asked him why he did that, and he said he wanted to freak the investigators out when they came and found their bodies, and was like, okay. So you, you interview these people for your podcast? No, I, 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 well, now I do. I didn't have a podcast before. I was just interested in it. And, and you were interviewing, the, were you recording these? No, I wasn't. I was going in person and just talking to them, like befriending them, like uh-huh. becoming like a friend of sorts, even though not really, but kind of. So... I can get more out of a lot of these guys than any FBI or trained cop can. Like so because when, you, I, when you say get more out of, you don't mean the story the details, per se. The or details you, of, of, of everything. And Is it also like sort of a way to get to know these folks to maybe get hands on some of their... Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. yeah. A I mean, the ones that are alive, and, and a lot of them are willing... I mean, uh, honestly, probably 85% of the high-profile guys are dope heads and are willing to do anything for some dope or some money for some dope i mean and they get this in prison oh yeah yeah green dots are the best way to pay for dope like you get it right away and it's ready to go you're ready to shoot up i mean there's like a whole basically people that just sell it to make money in prison and make well a lot of money selling that's dope. interesting so how many people that you've looked into or met like are legitimately like okay so there's a there's a Obviously, a psychosis issue versus also a drug issue, but yeah. are, are they are they are they linked? Uh, obviously, or well, they can be. I mean, there could be drug-induced psychosis. There can be drug-induced schizophrenia. I mean, a lot of like, there's a guy. His name is Paul Devoe in Texas. He doesn't remember anything, and he was on a drug binge, and he killed his like ex, and then went to a few different states, killed like five, six people. He's on death row in Texas. He doesn't remember. There a was thing. a there was a recently there was a rapper. That from that that from Texas, like um, big something. I don't know, but he like he was on a like a like a, a either a PCP or some kind of hallucinogenic binge, and like killed somebody, like ate, like cut their like um like their guts out and like walked down the street like oh with wow. it and got and got. Oh, I, I, I that I sounds like bath salts. Yeah, sort of like it was like he was, and then he mem- yeah. remembers nothing yeah. of the whole thing, and I'm like, what? yeah, that's I'm crazy. Like, what the fuck, man? What is that? I mean, that's just insane. What what is a bath salt? I'll I mean, look that up. I don't know what this I, shit is. I have but no idea. I've heard Apparently stories you, like it makes you eat people's faces, zombie shit like that, yeah. insatiable appetite or something like. Yeah, the Jeffrey Dahmer drug. Is that what? Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, you know, out of all of the people that you've gone to meet, who's who's the most interesting? Or, or Jack Spillman for sure. He's the one that removed the genitalia of the yeah. girls and. He was really scary. Um, I have some photos in my photo album where I'm like, we're standing together and I'm standing like this and I'm kind of like, it was just uncomfortable. He's taller than me and he's, his eyes, there's nothing in his eyes. You look at, you look like in my eyes, like I have pupils. Mm -hmm. His eyes were black, like they weren't brown, green, blue, they were black and He's just the scariest individual I've ever met. Did he have his eyeballs tattooed, or is he just no, no, no? <laughs> just they're just straight up black. That's I don't, creepy. I don't. Yeah, he has. There's nothing in his eyes, and he doesn't laugh or smile unless it's about his case. Like he's scary pedophile who killed a few people. So what like you've what you've um, talked to the whole there's the whole um, there's the whole nature versus nurture argument, right? Like. 
Is this? Do, do you think these people have something wrong with them from the minute that they are alive, or is there something in them that a, well, a, a trauma triggers it and then they become? Well, I'll tell you what. Like this guy we're going to be interviewing soon. He's an Illinois serial killer. He says he doesn't know why he raped and killed one man and then raped and killed four women and he wants to understand why and we've been trying to get to the bottom of it like he's had multiple head traumas he's had traumatic experiences like not excusing anything but there's a lot of warning signs and triggers i guess that can and especially all at one time you know like mental illness and drugs on top of all that plays into it like yeah you're having a bad day you're shooting up heroin like you just lost your job you're mentally ill this all comes like to the fact where you ever i mean we are all living our our own realities right and our reality sometimes doesn't match up you know how sometimes you're hanging out with a buddy or or your girlfriend or something like that and you think things are going a certain way and then you realize like halfway through where the person calls you out and it's like oh no you were not thinking the same thing i was thinking this whole time like you're seeing the world from a whole different perspective i was now imagine that tenfold where these people are don't know they're doing anything wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right, but, uh, but but a lot of them do. A lot of them <coughs> just don't care. Like uh, Or don't see it as a bad thing. Like Philip Jablonski, episode one. Um, he's not remorseful. I have some art with him that I, that I brought. And, uh, now who is this guy, he, uh, he's, he's in San Quentin in California. He carved I Love Jesus into one of his victims' backs, I believe. Um, and he... The first one, or, or after his wife, he was in prison for killing his wife. Then he met another pen pal that he had killed while, after he got out of prison. And then the second victim was just he wanted to practice for the next few victims that he killed. So he was uh, episode one on our Patreon is just insane. And Phil's just no filter, like doesn't care. And he's hated in prison, of course. Like he's a he claims he's like a baby rapist and this and that. And he's pimped like kids and he's is he, is he he's like, like what, a very what, bad person what intrigues like on the prison hit list or something on a personal level for you what intrigues you into this this demimond of society like this this well what i mean okay so what intrigues me is i'm trying to think of a, a case like rodney alcala joel rifkin robert yates or gary ridgeway in washington or paul reed here in tennessee you just get done murdering somebody, whether it's mutilation or whatever, and you go home to your wife and kids and you like kiss them mm-hmm. goodnight or make a sandwich and sit down, have a sandwich yeah. and some milk, and just read the paper like you just got back from work or something. Like it's I mean, nothing. I can't imagine mm-hmm. that because like there's sometimes me and Chris do a podcast and things that we talk about. Sometimes when I hang up the mic and I have to go eat my damn Cheerios, I'm like, I can't live with myself. I can't. Am- <laughs> That's how I was at first too, but honestly, it's just. Like, you just not become numb, but get, get used to it. Like, you just got to detach yourself at that moment in time. Yeah. I wonder, like, what makes our society so fascinating with it. Indeed. I mean, I wonder well, like it's the media. I mean, if you think about it, everybody knows who John Wayne Gacy is, but I bet you guys don't know who Dean Coral is. Well, not just the media. I'm talking about the people. In the, I mean, these people have fans. These are oh, yeah, they're yeah. celebrities. Yeah, yeah like I mean, that's been happening Netflix since the 1800s. Really? I mean, there's, I mean, uh, there's, uh, Manson, I know, used to get thousands of letters a month. I'm trying to think. Uh, That's an interesting fact, man. Like, if does, does distance between the things ha- make a difference? Because I know if I'm hearing about, like, Manson, 
that seems removed enough from me that I can be interested in it. But well, if even I'm hear- 40 years later, if people I'm are hearing still about mailed. someone like, um, like if I like Casey Anthony, that freaks me out. But like, b- because I grew up in Orlando, I, I knew I saw the story when it was happening. So that that to me is I put that in a different category. But 20 years from now, they might not put that in a different category. Like it's it's like w- if I look at like if I hear stories about Jack the Ripper, it doesn't affect me the same way as if I hear stories. Yeah, because about you were living and it it yeah. happened. You know, like yeah. that was probably the same thing back then. Like previous crimes, you know. So yeah, it's, it's a weird thing to to. Uh, look back at something and hear stories about it rather than like see it on the news and be like oh this is happening now like, well see and that's why that's why we started our podcast is to get the story or details whatever from the person responsible the person that is responsible for all the tragedy or whatever you know instead of talking to somebody that studied the case or wrote a book like this is the actual perpetrator that did this and the criminal perspective that's why it's called criminal perspective because we're getting the criminal's perspective on what happened. Now, some people might say, oh, we're just glorifying criminals. Yeah. But at the other aspect, can you say that, well, maybe we're bringing a light to things that people can look out for. Uh, but at the same time, do you think even t- to play double, double devil's advocate, are we now are we with all this true crime stuff out there? Do you think that sometimes you're j- we're judging our neighbors too much? Like if I look at Chris right now, I'm like, he's got a beard and some sunglasses on. He's probably going to murder me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, we but t- I, I mean, he actually will, but. <coughs> we, yes. we we have t- we've talked about that a lot, and a lot of people have asked us because we do donate ten percent each month to a victim's, whether it's group or organization or something, and uh, people are like, "Well, where does the other ninety percent go?" Um, and uh, obviously, you guys know, right you know, nose. these microphones, oh these headphones, and everything costs money, and they do. I mean, paying for prison phone calls costs money, and editing things That's takes interesting. time. How much does prison phone calls cost? Uh, it depends. Like the California ones, I think are like three something for fifteen minutes. Are there? Do you also find that there's different lo- three laws? Depending three dollars. Three dollars. Okay. Or yeah. so. There's different laws depending on what state, right? Like how what you could talk about over the. No, the not at all. No, really. No. Oh. I mean, there's consequences for them and there, but at that point, it's a federal crime. But not so for not yeah. for myself. Okay. Like Are you they asking could, whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, they could. I mean, they they can't profit off of their crime. So if they were to. I don't know. There's, uh, and, and some some places like prohibit interviews or whatever. So, if one place was to say, "Oh, this was an interview," they could take you to the hole for like sixty days or whatever, and that would be that. I mean, it wouldn't be a, that big of a deal to somebody on death row or doing life. So, so if these guys can't profit off of this, then why do they do it? You know? Notoriety. People so want to like be the Gacy artwork and all that. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, oh, Gacy. Yeah, yeah f- f- from what Rick tells me, his old art dealer Gacy used to just eat it up. People wanting his art, and you know, oh, I, I should do so much more because people just loved it. And he was just this hated guy, and he's like, you know, just eating it up. That people were actually interested in it and wanting to pay like sixty-five, a hundred bucks back then. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like two to five thousand dollars a piece. Exactly. Why does anybody do anything, right? Like to, it, it, there's a reason why some people. Um, th- that's why, again, not being a true crime fan, the one thing that the one, the one, um, true, the one murderer that does l- latch my attention was is you know the cliche probably to you guys, but for me it's the Zodiac, 
because why leech out and like send like clues to like like he's pretty much he was so good at it he was taunting people to like well he probably got off on that most like I know his crimes weren't sexually motivated so maybe he got like sexual gratification from taunting the police and mm-hmm. FBI like yeah. oh you guys can't catch me and yeah. that's Which is almost you know what that it. almost sets a difference for me and I guess uh, everybody probably has their own line right which is what they consider for me when it crosses a sexual boundary it makes it a little bit worse well like, because oh, if you think about it some things make you feel good whether it's going to the gym or eating a certain food or something but for like a psychopath like you know like manipulating someone or like taking their life like that gives you the joy like you'd get from the gym or like the runner's high or whatever I'm like sure, yeah. I'm sure that would be like you know I just took this life like that's like a, a good feeling I gotta I gotta do this again next week or something so mm-hmm. well now that you're getting into the podcast world dude we, we have something akin to the runner's high it's actually it's the, the potter's low it's a yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's how it's when you're so depressing from doing a podcast for the share your buzz buzz it, exactly that you have to come down off of. dude thanks so much <laughs> for hanging out with us man oh yeah uh, thanks tell, for having tell me everybody where they it. can find your show yeah uh so it's patreon.com slash criminal perspective and we're in the process of getting the free content onto itunes we have uh we have seven episodes one episode with a convicted murderer tasha stewart out of washington she caught shot and killed her mom claims it was self-defense that's episode two or three i want to say uh and that one's on that those are on soundcloud but iTunes keeps rejecting us because the photo size and everything. So my co- my co-host is, yeah. is supposed to be doing that this weekend. Uh, my co-host is actually from Florida. He's a stay-at-home dad, and he's he used to write. He actually got me into writing people. And yeah, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm actually also from Florida. Like our life is true crime. So oh yeah, yeah, because because he grew up around you know like crazy. Bundy, uh, Schaefer, uh, Tool, I guess. Uh, all those guys down there. I mean, I mean, they just signed uh, the the governor just signed uh, what's his name Bobby Joe Long's death warrant, I believe, the other day, mm-hmm. and he's been on death row for 25 years. He raped and killed like eight, nine women, something like that. Wow, that's gonna be interesting. You gonna watch that live? Is that gonna? Uh, no, they're not live. <laughs> I, I would watch it if they were live. <laughs> There's a market. For There's that. a few guys that have been like, if they execute me, you can you know come and witness it if you'd like to, and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll come. Because it'd be, it'd be interesting to me. It'd be an interesting thing to see once, you know what I'm saying? Like I know a few guys that have seen it quite a few times, and like a few advocates and everything I've seen, and it fucks them up, whether the person was like, you know, the worst person ever or not. Like, I'm, I'm sure it would, it would be kind of hard seeing someone die, like, helplessly, but I guess there's that double standard there, which... Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, again. That goes back to what I was originally talking about about how the fact that like movie monsters are one thing, but like actual real life real life monsters are another. Yeah, I've met uh, like Spillman's the worst monster I could ever conjure up. Stephen King couldn't even write something that good. Like his crimes were like he used to sneak into people's houses, lay under their beds all day or in their closets, and watch you the entire day. And he would do things to women in the night. yeah, he's, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's I mean, crazy. I, I kind of want to like it's it's, it's, it's it's so it's weird because we do like a our our podcast usually borders on like the comedy aspect, and I mm. wa- I find myself wanting to make jokes, but I fi- I feel bad about making jokes yeah. about like these like. Yeah. I mean, with Spillman, it's kind of during then, I had to make jokes with him like 
Also, if your name is Spillman and you do things to ladies, it's kind of funny, right? Because he, he asked, because I asked him, you know, what's your age preference, and he's like, oh, 11 to 12. What about you? And I was oh, like, fuck that. I was like, uh, 18 and up, and he like put his head down, and I was like, did you think I was a pedophile or something? He's like, well, yeah, and I was like, because I'm visiting you, and he's like, well, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, well, no, I'm not. But I was like, the reason I'm visiting you because I'm interested in your case and like. I thought you knew that, as I told you, I visited a lot of other people. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. So wait, did he think that he was gonna like find a pen pal like in, in you? Like maybe. I mean, he's he's. I, I don't think so because he can't feel anything. Like he's he's dicked me around so many times. I've he's he's really like if he can't control you or manipulate you, he's gonna keep getting mad at you, and then he'll apologize, and you have to do what he says, or he's just. His mood swings are the, just the craziest I've ever seen from somebody. You know what scares me most uh, about true crime people? There's people out there all It's because I everywhere. look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I'm only like, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Like I, I one think spilled coffee I think in my lap. I think I might be like one chromosome away. Because if, if you ask my girlfriend, she'll be like, you don't like, all you, all you want to do is control everything. And I'm like, I'm like yeah, I kind of do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this this is a whole another level. Like, uh, his he's told me all his fantasies and secrets and like his fantasy of an underground layer of torturing and like mutilating kids and. Uh, oh no no! See, my only fantasy is I want. I t- actually, I was really upset for on Friday, and Kate was like, "What can I do to make you feel better?" I was like, "Here's my fantasy: make me a mojito, give me a cigar, and then be quiet for 30 minutes." And she was like, "That's yeah. ri- That's it." And I was like, "Yeah, just like, just, just be quiet." For yeah, because I, I had yeah, I had told him mine like a, a beach on that. in Jamaica, like you know, a, a few good joints and some some uh, mojitos. And, he, and I was like, "What about yours?" And he told me, and I was like, "I wasn't expecting that at all." Oh yeah, yeah. don't tell me his. Okay, we need to get some other some other guests. But yeah. dude, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. Where, uh, where can we find your your uh, your trading? Uh, so my website's truecrimeauctionhouse.com, and my uh, podcast is patreon.com slash criminal perspective. I'll bring you guys over some uh, business cards. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys can, like, purchase real true crime. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, legit stuff yeah. from the uh, Over there, I have, uh, like, some collector list. cases and stuff, nice. uh, like, hair uh, signatures, like, pieces of clothing, so on and so Dude, forth. Um, uh, it, it, sometime over the summer, please come on the show to do like a full episode with us because I would like to pick your brain about some more of this Oh, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I should be back in a few months as well. Uh, so, yeah, that would be cool. We're trying to, we're trying to, I mean, we can cross-promote too. I mean, we're all about that. And yeah. we're trying to get our podcast out there and get more subscribers. And we've been offered a few different, I don't know, deals or whatever from different podcast platforms. But cool. We're holding out, hoping to. Well, true crime is blowing up right now. Yeah. Uh, believe me, yeah. way more than uh, drunken comedy. So, th- oh yeah. So, so take it, take it when you can get it, man. It's, um, it, it's something that never seems to go away either. Like true crime, people are super interested in this. I mean, people are always going to be murdering people. So there's yeah. a reason why we're having we're having an, a show like an event right here. So right. The next great serial serial killer is around the corner. You mm-hmm. guys just wait. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. Well, nice to meet you, brother. All right, brother. Yeah, you and too. we'll be back yeah. real quick. Um, Thank I you. think we're gonna get uh, we'll get Adam and Jeff on next. <laughs> oh, the first spill. Thank you for being a friend. I'm the cherry buzz. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Bust out the Golden Girls. I like it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs>
First of all, thank you both of you guys for coming back out again. Oh, I, I just came for the cookies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Round two, right? Round we're about two. we're about uh probably thirty minutes away from this place being a lot of people Stu- in here. It'll be stupid fast. Oh, I mean, we mm-hmm. learned last time we came out here for you guys. We could we're out for the Halloween show, and I remember we did a little pre-game podcast, and then. By the time we got done recording, like by the time we got done with our like little twenty-minute interview, like we you couldn't hear anything. I know it it's so, funny. It was it's, so packed. It's hilarious how um, I think almost every time they start off like the first 20, 30 minutes, like um, people kind of trickle, and then all of a sudden yeah. there's like a bam, like a wave, and it's, it just it's insane. Like um, today, I was having people hit me up prior to the show they're like can i get there early so i can go ahead and start buying stuff before the crowd gets there and i was like uh absolutely exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly yep. oh ladies and gentlemen by the way um we're here for segment two and we actually have uh, once again adam and jeff on the show thanks, thanks for hanging out thanks for having us to you dude thanks for hanging thanks yes for inviting us man this is incredible um uh, once again i am always actually now i, I learned my lesson like when when you guys first uh, we're like, oh, true crime. I was like, not really my cup of tea. But then I get here, and I'm like, you know what? Like, you start thinking about what actually true crime is, and you're like, okay, it's not always all the glamorous, like me and Adam were talking about, all the glamorous murders that you hear on, like, the podcast and TV. Like, anything that like that's crime-related is, like, uh, is true crime, obviously. Like, all right. the mobsters, all, like, the, the, the cultist leaders, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And then when you get into the... There's a weird aspect of it, like even though I'm looking at the wall right now, and you guys have incredible pieces up here. This whole wall, you have like three walls, three or four walls full of incredible art from incredible artists. And not only is the subject matter like intriguing, but the art is incredible as well. You guys always do a good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's that's Jeff. He's a social butterfly. <laughs> um, we have work from people all over the country, really. Yeah, we just got some work in from uh, Shauna Peterson from California. Uh, there's a lot of work from regional artists in the South, uh, tons of folks from Nashville, a lot of transplant artists. Um, I'm lucky enough to be one of the first people a lot of people reach out to uh, when they move to town. Like, hey, I heard about you. You do a lot of shows. Do you, you know, how do I become involved? Yeah, I, I always tell people, if you move to town and you want to know what's creepy, reach out to Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that we have a – I was talking uh, earlier, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, – Andrew and Bradley, but it's funny too uh, how our art community also intertwines with uh, this n- like small clique of collectors. Yeah, coll- like true crime collectors, oddity collectors, you name it. It's it's well, they're piling in now. Yeah, many of us, um, you know, we collect things and we look out for each other. So it's like, hey, I got a lead on like this. If you if you're looking for this, I can, you know, and and it's it's cool. It's we all kind of scratch each other's backs. Oh man. So and in the same sense, we I mean, I think it's th- the same way we we ask you guys to come out. It's like we try to, you know, look out for each other. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a community for sure. So a- as the curators and again, and Chris, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you talk in a minute, but I have so many questions. No, uh, as, as the curators I'm of about this half kind buzz of thing, already. At the, uh, <laughs> I mean, I got so many bunch. questions, but at first like Individually, let's talk a little bit about the actual genre. Like each, in, in, what for each of you? What got you guys into this 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 weird like like it's it's almost nascent. It's almost like a new thing, right? People are like super intrigued about true crime. Right. Like in the last couple of years, it's blown the fuck right, up. Right, right. Like, like we do podcasts and true crime. Yeah, yeah like the most I mean, popular. Yeah, exactly. So what got you guys both into this genre? Uh, do you want to start? Or do you want me I mean, to start? I can start totally. Um, I've been an artist forever, pretty much, and I, I was a tattoo artist for a while, and uh, 
it just made sense as a, a segue into like basically the fandom of like horror, like watching really scary movies when you're a kid, and it just adds up, you know. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I uh, I just love stuff that is a little bit more edgy mm-hmm. and gets people talking and creates like a emotion, whether it's like you know people are super happy about it or they're shocked about it, and they you know. Just artwork that creates like an emotion. That's interesting. So, do you feel like, as a genre, the fantasy horror, horror, um, horror, got to the point where people were like, "Oh yeah, I know this is fake. Now we want real shit." Like, I think like it goes hand in hand. A lot of times, people that are into true crime, most all of them like horror movies. Absolutely. And a lot of them like metal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it all goes together. It for all sure. kind of blends. Might in have together. a tattoo. Might have a tattoo. So what got me started in this uh, field of insanity is um, John Wayne Gacy, in yeah. general. Um, so uh, as I was growing up, I always loved these stories. Um, they're like your, you know, like a boogie, like a real life boogeyman. And um, when I got older. I found out that you can actually buy, you know, paintings done by John Wayne Gacy. I was hooked. So I found, you know, leads on how to get them, met the right people, bam, started buying stuff. And in the same sense, this sounds crazy, but John Wayne Gacy paintings influenced me a lot on starting painting. Because I was like, you know, um, I had had a couple of his paintings, three or four, um, before I had started painting. And I was like, you know, if John Wayne Gacy can make something look decent, I'm sure I could probably try to figure this thing out, too. Well, so, dude, I tell you what, like, um, Adam and Jeff, you guys both are incredible. Like, every time we come, I think, I mean, not not, not to disparage any other, any other artists, but you guys and Jerry, I think, are my, are my favorites. Thank so you. Thank you so uh, much. And every every time I was just telling Adam earlier, um, even even the uh, the even if the subject matter doesn't is, is kind of creepy, the actual talent in the artwork, like the um, like that one, what was it? The one I was pointing out earlier. The um, let me see. The Martinez. Oh yeah, yeah. The was Richard like, Ramirez. The, the, Richard the, Ramirez. Oh, oh, Ramirez. Yeah. So um, I'm sorry. I, I, that was ha- they all look the same. It's kind of <laughs> racist. No, no. I'm just I'm just joking. But it, it was um. The depth in that photo looks like, in that picture, it looks like a photo. It looks like Thank you're looking you. at it like a 3D image. Thank and you it's, very it's much. And so, like, you have really, you're really good at that. And, you know, Jeff's paintings stand out. I think I, I got a print last I like time I was here yeah, on the yeah. horror show. Like, I, you guys have, like, a very distinct, like, everybody, seeing everybody's distinct styles, it grabs onto me. Because, like, it's so cool also being a Nashville-based entity to see Nashville artists doing something so cool. Yeah, man. Uh, it, it just uh, blows I me away. When we started doing these shows, I actually met uh, Adam at one of my art shows, and uh, we had this idea. And unfortunately, the venue that we were going to do it originally fell through, but we kind of kept the seed in our head. And we were like, we're going to do this sooner or later when the venue opens up. And uh, how I choose the artists to be in the shows are, are really just the artists that I'm the biggest fans of, you know, or the artists I think people should pay attention to. Um, and I just, yeah, I just I like to surround myself with. With with people are people that are as good as me or better, really, honestly. I are you agree. having people submit? You know, like 
a lot of people just reach out to me and are like, hey, Jeff, this is what I do. Or, or I actually handpick a lot of them. Probably I handpick maybe 85% of them mm-hmm. just because I just love the hell out of their artwork. I'm like, I'll man, tell you, you what, man, there's a killer there's work. A quote that I love that, you know, it's, it's, it's accredited to Hemingway, but who knows whoever actually said anything these days. But he says, uh, you know, I, I just, when I sit down to write, I just try to do the best I can. Sometimes I get lucky and do better than I can. So and that's, and it's, it's, so, uh, it's so true bec- when you see these things and you're like, everybody, you can see the honesty in the work. Everybody yeah. is just trying to do something. I agree, man. It's a, there is a super, you can see the passion of the people that, that are into it. And I think it's so cool because, uh, you know, like when I first started talking to Jeff, I was like, you know, I, I've, I've found out right off the bat, but this guy is super humble, super nice guy. And in general, art scenes tend to be, can be snobby. Yeah, or, it's really um, divided, it e- even in Nashville. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this a little bit last time at the, at the horror show. Like, the, what, what you guys are doing are a little, is a little bit different. It is. Why and is it so divided? Like, what and this group, this group of artists, it's crazy because the, the talent is yeah. there. It is huge, you yes. know? And... Um, and everyone here, I think, is super supportive of each other. Absolutely. There's no, like, there is no snobby no, attitude at all with any of the artists involved in any of this, you know. And we're all here, like, just like, oh, man, your stuff looks great. Yeah. And we we, we are happy to see each other um, succeed in that sense. Absolutely. Right? I feel like a lot of what I try to do is, I don't know, I'm, I'm from Nashville. I'm a, I'm a native. Um, and anytime I find art that I'm just like blown away by, I'm like, you, I must take you under my wing, mm-hmm. you know, I, I surround yourself with your favorites kind yes, of thing, yeah. you know, and you just kind of lift them up. That's well, no what matter, I try to no do. No matter what you're into, there's a scene, right? For that thing. Right. Absolutely. And, right. And there's a, there's, but there's two, I, I found out and this is my perspective, but even things that I'm into in my life, there is always two scenes in the, in the, within the scene. There's like the scene that you think you want to be a part of. And then that, that, and then there's the scene that you're actually a part of that is, that it, where the real shit is happening, right? So, like, the, what you what you think you want to be a part of sometimes is a little bit, it's it's not what you think it is. Absolutely. Right. But the actual real shit that's happening, what will eventually become the scene everybody the next generation wants to be a part right, of. Right, right. But you're actually a part of it, and so, sometimes we need to let our egos go and just be like, hey, we're doing what, what we like doing. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna um, uh, we're gonna help our friends out. We're gonna support our yeah. friends. We're gonna patronize our friends and th- that are doing cool stuff. To me, to me, I really like the fact that, you know, I've, I've helped a lot of artists get their first art show. And, um, we, you know, when someone speaks of Jeff, I want them to be like, man, Jeff's awesome. Jeff, Jeff's a great dude. Jeff helped me out. I, I want to, you know, just kind of pass the torch a little bit. Well, also, Absolutely. I mean, we're, I mean, <laughs> we're kind of like, um, you know, bringing the event down by being here with Cherry Buzz. But uh, it's, uh, you guys are no, actually... We, we love no, guys dude. Here, man. Uh, <laughs> look. Guys, but you I, guys you guys are... Pa- you, every show that we've been to, you guys have packed the place out. The place is bumping right now. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's like, you know, it's early, and you guys are already... Like like you said, you have people calling ahead trying to buy stuff before yeah. the... Yeah, we, and like um, as it gets more dark, the, the sun goes down more, people will start yeah. flooding in. People yeah. walk um, into the dark. But it's... Um, uh, I mean, the party started. I mean, Sideshow's here, so the party started. We really um, <laughs> we really enjoy having you guys here. And, and uh, I mean that with the most sincerity that I can say that because just like the art scene, it is a scene of people that are doing things that are cool in the community, that are different, 
and uh, we appreciate what y'all do and Absolutely. the art and the art that you do yeah. as well. So um, we love having you guys here as a part of it as well. And for us to be able to tell people, oh, yes, yeah, to share your buzz, well, guys. Well, we love being a part of everything, man. And now uh, now that we've got all of the, uh, the stroking out of the way, though, let's get down, <laughs> let's get down to oh the real. Oh, my dude, God. Dude, it's let's, so good. Let's, let's, get down, let's get down to the real, Adam. Have you, yeah. well, how many oddities do you have in your house right now? Come on. Uh, quite, quite we've, a few. We've, we've, we've talked. <laughs> come on. We yeah. let's get down to brass tacks here. Do you have any more three-headed goats? What's going no, on? What's, what's I, going uh, on? I have a two-headed snake, a two-headed calf, shrunken head. I mean, I got some. I cool have a two-headed calf. <laughs> I have a two-headed turtle. You have some, I, have, I have newt. Like, the, like um, two-faced piglet. Oh, a hey. cycloptic has, piglet. Has, and, and I just got a. And your really wife has your wife has not freaked out yet. Like, no, I got a. I just got a really cool hand-painted John Dillinger death mask that goes with an original wanted. Poster awesome. that looking for John Dillinger. That's kind of a neat. That's thing, a good one. Yeah, I'm lucky cool. enough to have a not a painted John Diller death John Dillinger death mask, but I got one too. Yeah, my uh, my wife is. It's funny when I, I come home. Up with you. Yeah, she does put <laughs> up with me. But I, I'll I'll be like, hey, check this out. Uh, look at this John Wayne Gacy painting I got. And she's like, oh, okay. You know. And, but, but but the fact that she's not like, get it out of here. You know, yeah. I mean, I, it's cool. Our, our wives have to truly sport. love us to, <laughs> to put up with yeah. everything. They're, you know? good, they're like good sports a, for sure. Yeah. My girlfriend, um, like Faith complains sometimes if i bring too many like if i if i go on vacation and i bring like a weird like a tchotchke home from like uh, like she's like that does, i can't imagine coming home with like a two-headed calf and oh like, yeah hey babe we're putting this on the mantle and she yeah. seemed like she was pretty into like a lot of the uh the true crime yeah she was, was, she was yeah, yeah she was. but and it's one of those things where like there's a there's a couple of separations between like people that like it and the people that are crazy enough to buy it right yeah, exactly yeah. exactly it's it's baby steps you know it is <laughs> how bad do you want it? Yeah. Look, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would love first to have we a two-headed calf. With, we just got a one-headed calf. And then <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, th I think the first like really pe like crazy piece of oddity I got was that it was like a two-headed duck duckling, and it just kind of warmed my wife up to that, and I had like. Weird art, and then you know. It's now almost I, cute. Now, now cute. I have like John Wayne Gacy paintings, you know, like <laughs> that other artists painted, and, yeah. and I like you know. the idea of you going like with nothing in between. It's like two-headed duckling straight to John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm still married, you know. She's she's actually here tonight. <laughs> it's awesome. She likes me. She likes yeah. me just a little bit. <laughs> but Man, yeah. so okay, so we've seen the. Uh, I'm obviously again. You guys pack all these shows out. We've seen the Halloween. We've seen the true crime. Like, do you guys have anything in your pocket that you'd like to do that you haven't done yet? Yeah, we're uh, we talked about we're it just today. Talking about it today, uh, I think uh, we're 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 in the works of uh, what we're discussing. Maybe doing a uh, having each one of these artists um, do a do a couple of paintings depicting on what their heaven would be and what their hell would be. Oh. Yeah, yeah, very much. Totally, totally, totally cool. cool shit. I tell you what, man, growing up. Catholic, I love a good heaven and hell depiction, like a good like Dante's Inferno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of where we're at on like uh, what we're thinking maybe for our next show. Oh, that's yeah, incredible, yeah. We're talking maybe summertime. You know, if yeah. you guys want to come back again, that you is know, incredible. You're welcome. Man. Yeah, that would be dope. That's incredible. Well, thank you. I well, I think it opens up the doors to a lot wow. of really cool work that. Uh, um, people, each thing will be different because people will depict yeah. things differently. A everybody's right? definition of what they think heaven is and yeah. hell is is sure. completely different. It's going to be yeah. awesome too because you get. I th I feel like you get a nice mix of um, 
like ecclesiastic versus secular yeah. ideas. So you get like a you get like a religious person's idea of heaven yeah. and hell versus a secular person's right. idea yeah. of heaven exactly. and hell. Like that's, exactly. That's that's kind of the idea. I right? could see oh, someone yeah. doing like a Trump painting or something. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Trump Trump naked on a yeah, unicorn. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, that's definitely heaven. It's yeah. all heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or on a unicycle <laughs> with no seat. <laughs> yeah, right. I was thinking, hell, oh, that's good. You gotta store that in the memory bank there. That's you know, hilarious. So, yeah, like to, man. I'd like to witness that one. <laughs> That's kind of what we have in mind for the next uh, the next time around. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Man. That's awesome, man. Um, man, thanks so that. much for having us. Yeah, again. thank you for coming out. Thank yeah. you so much actually, for being and, here. And thanks so much for putting these events on, guys. You, I mean, yeah. you could tell by the turnout and b- by all the artists that you have like submitting work on the walls that people are it, like it's not it's not like. Um, it's not like you're just like throwing a, a like doing some show for your friends. Like you guys are bringing people in. You guys are supporting local community, local art. Yeah, it's, it's a funny. it's incredible. Adam's you guys been are educating people all afternoon because people walk up and like, and he'll be he'll describe what's going on what's with up? these real pieces, man. What's yeah. up? <laughs> random guy yeah. in the podcast. What up, random guy? So Those chips look good. Awesome. Thanks, man. Cheers, Thank you. man. Yeah, you yeah. see, there's fans all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> cool, everybody loves True Guy. Awesome. I, I love Jim Jones, by the way. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so you, I didn't hear you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. The band is. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Have fun, bro. Oh, you're good. Thanks, Thanks for coming, coming out. So yeah, that's awesome. there you that's go. The, see, this yeah. is it. People come, they they enjoy the show, even if they don't know what the hell's going on, they yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, I think like, he just strolled in here. <laughs> well, the more uh, <laughs> the more these uh, looks like there's uh, some parties going on at this little uh, hotel that, right yeah. across. Yeah. So maybe we'll get more of those. I like people, uh, that, people that came here for the NFL draft, and they're like, they just stumbled in. They're like, <laughs> a job. Yeah. Yeah. What the crime What's there's going a, on over here? There's more and more. Each one of these shows, it's more and more word of mouth that gets out, and you'll have people come in and be like, yeah, I just heard about you and you know from whatever and uh it's neat to see all these different avenues of approach that people find and we have uh there's some local businesses here that help us promote and it's it's really cool and like i said man you guys are invited to any of them you know to help promote yourselves and it's always a blast man we love we love having you you guys are doing something great for the community i like Uh, it uh tell us one you know, before we log off here, like where everybody can find, like where can they follow you? Where, where can they find out, like where next things are going? To, to um, you could um, join a couple of groups that we have on Facebook. Um, the Nat was it Nashville Dark Art Collective. We yeah. post a lot of stuff. Okay. Or I'm on Instagram. It's Jeff underscore Bertrand. Um, yeah, you get uh, Facebook, Instagrams. We'll have links to all this stuff. Yeah. But let's go ahead and just tell everybody. Adam, what about you, man? Get the Adam Art. You? Uh, you do this to me every time, <laughs> and I'm so terrible. <laughs> just uh, ask your friends about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you, you can find him at. Uh, okay, here you go. You can find <laughs> me on. You. Uh, here you go. House. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Adam Crutchfield Art. And you can find me on. If you look me up on Facebook and you type in Adam Crutchfield. Uh, mine's the profile uh, picture of me with Jesco White. 
Yeah. Nice. There you go. Nice. I like there the fact go. that Adam's like, I do all this incredible art, but I don't care if anybody finds me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm so bad at that. When you, when every time you ask me, I'm like, uh oh. That's why I looked at you. I'm like, Jeff, tell us, tell them where yeah. to find hey. us. Just hey. a hundred years from now, someone's gonna be listening. This, this is the podcast. fourth time you've been on the podcast. You, I know, and like I'm really <laughs> bad about that. I'm real bad. I should know by now. They're gonna ask me where they can find me. You know, so <laughs> you can find them right here at the art show, guys. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah. Come to the next show. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fun. So heaven anyway. and hell, baby. Yeah. So we will. Uh, I, I will let you guys know as well. When we, we don't have a date yet, but we're thinking sometime this summer. That's cool. awesome. Man. Cool. That's awesome. I think it would be a fun one to do. I like this location too, man. Oh, it's, it's a great venue. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. And by the way, just to throw a plug in, you know, the Mercantile, Mercantile Six One Five. Uh, Michael is great. Yeah. Um, come check out their store. Um, they are so nice to invite us in to let us do all this crazy fucked up shit that we put on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. they're super nice people. Yeah, su- super supportive. You know, and just another example of the community sticking together. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. It's great. Man. It's great. Cheers. Cheers. Yes, yeah, cheers. Cheers to you guys. Salud, guys. Boom, bam. Thanks so much Thank for you. having us. Thank you. Thanks Thank so you much for, for having us. This. Yes, sir. No Thank you. Cheers. We'll see you guys real right, quick. Man. We're gonna come back. I do. I think I want to do a little Jerry Winnett, and then we'll. All right. Then we'll awesome. Cool, man. Well, Sounds good. And here we are. And here we find ourselves again. Hey guys. What's going on, Jerry? Oh, nothing much, man. Jerry Just Winnett, welcome this. back to the podcast, man. Thank you, thank you. I missed being here from the last time I was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we got the seat warm for me. Yep, it, it is warm. It is warm. Yeah. yeah. You could blame that on Adam. He was sitting there. Was, so was Adam, a warm ass. Yeah. Do you know if Adam ate some beans? It was funny. Say what? We don't have any jokes. Uh, we're totally. Um, Does anyone know a true crime joke? I got a joke real quick. All right. What's the difference in a drug dealer and a prostitute? What? A prostitute can wash her crack before she sells it. <laughs> ba-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum. It's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty. Yeah, there's one in every crowd. <laughs> Sometimes there's two. That's how many girls got a podcast. Hey, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, what's been going on with you, man? Oh, nothing much, man. Um, I, I, I wanted to have a few more pieces for this show, mm-hmm. uh, but just didn't happen in mm-hmm. time. I, I had a couple other uh, jobs that I had to knock out, but I'm kind of en- I enjoyed what I did. I really like that piece. Will you describe it to us? Thank you. Uh, yeah, that is uh, Samuel uh, Samuel Little. He is the most prolific uh, serial killer in U.S. history. Okay. FBI confirmed 60 kills, and wow. he's suspected of another 110. Well, wow. no, a total of 110. What did he do these killings? Um, he just he hated women. He, he hated women. Hated he'd, women. Pick the, he'd pick up prostitutes, and he would strangle, stab. I mean, he hmm. just killed them. Wow. The weirdest thing is the fact that he had a photogenic, uh, he had a photographic memory. And he started doing sketches and drawings of all of his victims, and I've got some of those sketches on the sides of the uh, on the sides of my piece. Okay, and is he, this how he got? How did he get caught? Uh, he, he actually got caught. In, he was living in a homeless shelter, and he'd committed a couple. I've of small, heard of this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd committed a couple of small crimes, and his fingerprints showed up, and Codex Codex caught him, and he ended. That's what got him caught. Wow. That's what got him caught. Just, he would you know, have gotten away with the murders had he oh not yeah. committed some yeah, he, small Yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd gotten away with everything. Wow. He'd been suspected in a couple of murders, but nobody was able to prove anything. Yeah. And that right there, we're like, oh, hey, you know what? Your fingerprints are coming yeah. up on a few things that we shouldn't, that they I know shouldn't that come m- up on. More than a few of the people on these walls here got caught that way. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the by small petty things. Stuff. Yeah, small, small things. things. Just, man, so just a slip we've, been, up. we've been asking everybody that sat down with us tonight, man, how did... 
true crime is a it's a popular genre, but it's yeah. a, but it's a very kind of niche thing. How did you get into it? Um, honestly, uh, funny enough, true crime is not my niche. Okay. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of horror paintings. I do mm-hmm. a lot of horror stuff, but most of my horror stuff is fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Simply because, like, okay, look, it's Jason, all right? I mean, nobody actually died. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, nobody actually died. There's no actual, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no actual victims. There's no family saying, shit, I'm related to that guy, or yeah. shit, I'm related to the woman that you died. You don't got to feel bad about being into right. it. So I was conflicted about it. And in the end, I ended up doing the two pieces that I did simply because I was like, you know what? I did the poster for this. It would be stupid if I didn't have some pieces in here. So sure. I'm going to do some pieces. Yeah. And I wanted to do at least one person that I was fairly sure people might not recognize. I mean, everybody knows Charlie. Everybody knows Pogo the Clown. I wanted to do Sam- Samuel simply because of the fact that he is relatively unknown. Why is he unknown? Is He's black. Is that it? Honestly, I'm saying because so. he killed more people than the majority of these folks on the wall. You know, that so and I think he was so very low key about it. He, yeah. he didn't seek any attention. It's probably why he got away from it. Yeah, unlike the Zodiac, which is the other piece that I did, uh, the Zodiac. I'm surprised he didn't get caught because he did so much to get caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sent in letters to people. Yeah. He sent in letters to the police. I'm really surprised he never got caught. Yeah. Man, let me ask you that because that's a good question. Like the, um, okay, there, there's obviously still horrible things going on right now that probably you know have some, some in some form or fashion. Someone's c- getting murdered. Will not, will not, oh yeah, will not be. Someone's killing it. That, that will not be. <laughs> that will not be solved. But a lot of these things were a lot of these murderers that are famous now are a product of the fact that we the technology wasn't there before. Right. Like even the Zodiac, right? Like, like it, today, there's ev- like even like the Zodiac was a smart guy. Security sure. camera. Oh but, yeah. But it, it, there were things that he got away with then that probably. Oh yeah. Today, you know, it would be simply, hey Bob, we know you did it simply because your iPhone pinged in every one of these murders. So yeah, do you think? Exactly. Do you think, fifty years, thirty years from now, they'll we'll look back and there'll be true crime from this era? Or you oh, think yeah. you, like? Oh yeah. I, I I have I have a theory about serial killers. And that's this. Um, I see serial killers as in humanity's shark. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so few things that wipe us out these days. I mean, we've got ways of dealing with pestilence. We've got ways of dealing with sickness. We got ways of dealing with over with uh, you know hunger. Nature's kind of running out of ways of taking us out. Mm-hmm. So maybe nature said, you know what? I'm gonna give you some of you people sharks teeth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you got to think yeah. there's so many people on this earth and so many people born. Some people were born with, what is it, clef, lip, cleft lips or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people were born with green eyes and blood. Some people were going to be born with chemical imbalances. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of numbers, yeah. you know. I, I honestly think that they are that they are part of evolution. Like, sure. okay, you know yeah. what? I threw flu at you. It killed millions of you before, but now it's not killing so many of you. Exactly. Now yeah. I'm just going to give you people that operate just like a shark i wonder if some of these new aged like the guy that well i guess a lot lot of these people are killing themselves after their murders though nowadays these mass shootings and stuff like that but probably a product of the fact they know they're probably going to get caught oh yeah yeah Yeah. i mean it's one thing if you're like okay i'm going to commit this crime and i'm going to keep it low key or even if i send something in you know i'm going to try to stay as low key as i want well you go into high school with a gun i mean it's it's like 
well, we know who yeah. did it. Yeah. You're going to go to prison. That's all there is to it. Yeah. The jury's so. going to get you. Nice. Yeah. going to be a dead man. Indeed. <laughs> Jerry, I, you got, um, I, I feel like we could sit here and talk to you all night, man, but we're on, we're on a little bit of a time schedule all right. tonight, man. Where can everybody find your stuff? Huh? Uh, you can find my stuff at jwinnettcreative.com. Awesome. Yeah, I, I actually, got, I actually got some stuff. Um, yeah, from yep. Jerry to uh, send yeah. to my my daughter for Christmas last year because she's into all like that horror art stuff. So I got a, I got a uh, cigar box from Jerry to send to her. So she uh, loved it. She did. She loved it, man. So uh, she was very, very well, excited thank you, about man. it. I'm, I'm so and glad it worked out. She liked it, it. it worked out well because you know the cigar box thing. You can put like you can send her the actual box is a piece of art. Yeah. It, that is the present. But then you can open the box up and put like some stocking stuff or stuff in there. So I sent her like the cigar box full of other stuff. Oh, cool, So man. like the box it came in was the present, but then there was also like other little mini presents inside. So she right. loved it. She, it was well, really funny enough, uh, the two pieces I have on display tonight that are for sale are also cigarette box, cigar boxes. Nice. So I'm That's maintaining cool. that theme. That's cool, man. You guys check them out online? Yep, please Buy do. Buy some art, you know. Yeah, support your local. We are. Um, we were talking up to uh, Jeff and Adam about future pro- future projects. Yeah. And uh, the next one they have in mind, the Heaven and Hell. They were talking Ooh. about some of that. And I've been. I would. I can't not wait to see what you come up with for that because I'm a big yeah. fan of your art. Well, thank and, you. And I, I'm so really happy to hear that. I cannot Is it spinning in your head already. Dude, that, <laughs> dude, I, that theme to me, like, because I, you know, growing up in like growing up Catholic. And then being an adult and kind of questioning all my yeah. beliefs and everything. So mm-hmm. I have a very um, loose but integrated relationship with the idea of heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested to see what some of these great artists come up with for that idea. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Now, funny enough, fair warning. If I and yes, like I'll definitely do something for heaven and hell. But one of them, um, my idea of hell, DMV. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sitting in the DMV, man. We were, yeah, we were talking earlier, and I was like, you know, what, somebody's going to draw a, a Trump or something. Their idea of, like, or America yeah. or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a, I For mean, some people, it's sitting down on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> actually, if, if you check out my uh, my website, I believe I actually have a Trump with horns. Old horny Trump. Nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Grab him by the Trump. <laughs> Small horns. All right. All right, man. Well, thank <laughs> you. Dude, thanks, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And this much, is our man. final segment for tonight, guys. So please check out all the stuff. Check out all the great artists, Jerry mm-hmm. Winnett, Adam Crutchfield, Jeff Bertrand, everybody that we've had on tonight. Yep. Check out all the um, all the shows. Follow those guys online. Andrew they da- always, uh, Dodd, go buy some of his creepy uh, merchandise. Yeah. So, um, Chris, you got anything else, man? Check out that Malibu Black Addy. That new hit. Addy is dropped. out right now. Check out Malibu Blackout. Yeah. Uh, like Spotify, iTunes, right? All, all the stuff. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys will not be disappointed. Actually, now that you guys have got like a nice collection of songs out, we got to have the, whole, the full band back on to do a little, yeah. do a little podcast done action. Oh, I'd love to hear yeah. that. We've done a full band once, but you guys didn't really have anything out then. So now that you guys have like a whole, oh, full, yeah. a full stuff we out. We do like, live performance and all that shit. Yeah. Cool. So uh, check out Malibu Blackout. Check out Share Your Buzz on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and of course, ShareYourBuzz.com, where we will link to all the artists we found that, uh, we've had on tonight, so you can go check out their websites and everything. Jerry, thanks again, man. Once again, thank you. Yeah. All right, great. we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Take care. Cheers. Enjoy the concert. Trip the Light, fantastic. Yeah.